Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome to the show. This is Sports with Strawberry Ice. I'm your humble host, Jeff Trenopol. And as always, I'm bringing you sports from a West Side point of view right here from the great city of Cincinnati, Ohio. All right, it's a Thursday. It's been one week since everything got shut down. At least it started getting shut down. How you hanging in there with no sports? Me, eh, getting a little shaky. But luckily, the NFL has kept their season, their you know offseason going, and we can at least talk about free agents. And I, I don't know what's going on. The, the coronavirus has must be attacking Mike Brown because I've never seen them sign this many free agents in my life. Late yesterday, they signed another one. The Bengals have signed free agent offensive lineman Xavier Surflo to a three-year contract. Most likely going to be the starting right guard. Now, within hours of this happening, or within, within hours of the... Hours before this happened, they released John Miller, and he was last year's starter. So I know everybody's like, okay, great. Who's this guy? You know, he's not a all-pro, yada, 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 great offensive lineman. He's probably better than what we had. They signed an offensive lineman. They are making moves. I mean, I was listening to uh, the Jungle uh, Orange Black podcast from uh, last night, and I mentioned this on yesterday's show that there was a linebacker that they tried to get. I Like I said, I can't find anything on it. I know I saw it yesterday, and they were talking about it last night. I, I can't remember. the. There were multiple linebackers that the Bengals tried to get, and they got outbid for them or whatever. They couldn't get them. So there's no linebackers really available worth getting right now. So that's why they went and signed Reader yesterday. And now today, or yesterday, late yesterday, they signed Surflow. So, I mean, they're making moves. People, just be happy the Bengals are, I mean, they are legitimately trying to get better. The Bengals are going to be better next year. When we get Joe Burrow going, and we're going to have A.J. Green, now if it's longer than a year, I don't know, but the offensive line is going to be better. We got Jonah Williams, we got Hopkins at center, and I should have looked his name up again, his first name, Fred. (laughs) I can't remember his last name. He's going to be our right tackle, most likely, unless they find another one. Now you got Surflow as your right guard. Now that leaves Michael Johnson and Billy Price to fight it out for left guard. It should be a a better offensive line. How good? I don't know. But I guarantee you it's better than last year's. Now, like I said, if you look at how the season went, the offensive line got better. Is it great? No. But it's better. Better is good. (laughs) That's what you want. I mean, the likelihood of the Bengals turning us around and winning the Super Bowl next year are kind of unlikely, but every year I predict the Bengals are going to win the Super Bowl because hopefully one of these times before I die, I'm right. So, that'll happen yesterday. They're not done yet. The Bengals signed another free agent. They signed cornerback Mackenzie Alexander. He will most likely be their slot cornerback. Now, this I find very interesting. According to Pro Football Focus, the 5'10", 192-pounder Alexander was on the field for 142 runs last year. Did not miss a single tackle. Now, let's read that again. He was on the field for 142 runs. Did not miss a single tackle. Okay. Now, you're thinking, all right, Jeff, why in the world do we worry about how many times a cornerback is on the field for the ru- a run and he makes the tackles? Well, if you don't remember, we play in the AFC North. 
It is a very run-oriented division. So you need guys on the field who can stop the run and make tackles. And with Reader and now Alexander in the fold, that's exactly what the Bengals are focusing on in their play. Now, Reader, the other thing too, I don't think I mentioned this yesterday on the show, you get him next to Gino. Both those guys together, yes, they're both run stoppers. Gino is a, a good, very good pass rusher. Reader is a better pass rusher than he's given credit for. Gino is going to help him. Reader is going to help Gino. Those two, I think, are going to be very scary next to each other on the line. I'm very excited about that one. Now, people are like, okay, well, they still have Fitzpatrick. I'm not so certain that they are going to get rid of Fitzpatrick. Um, he's not like, okay, I know everybody wants to get rid of him. Yes, he's completely overpaid for what he is on the field. He's still, he's not a terrible cornerback. Yes, there's been times where he's got burnt. There's been times where he's made great plays. If he's not your number one or number two, he's more of your three or four cornerback, that's a better situation for him. And I think better opportunity for him to make smarter and better plays when he's on the field. So I think all these moves that the Bengals are making are very, I don't say impressive, but just unusual for the Bengals because Bengals fans, we never get to talk about free agency, you know, with the Bengals because they never sign anybody. If they do, it's at the end of training camp or it's somebody, it's one guy, they signed, what, four in a, less than a week? That's impressive. I, I I am very excited. I think Mike Brown has heard all the complaints and he's seen an empty stadium. <laughs> so he knows what at least looking like you're trying to get better, how that'll help his stadium get sold out. I mean, look at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They're getting Tom Brady. They're getting one guy. Their season is good. Their season tickets are going to be sold out for the next two years at least, because I think Brady is going to sign a two-year contract. Now, yesterday at four o'clock was the beginning of the NFL's league year officially. Now, normally when that happens, all this stuff we talked about the two days before that with free agency, then all the the contracts come out and get signed. But with the Corona pandemic going on, nobody can get anywhere to get to a doctor to get a physical and they have to physically sign the contract. So it's kind of funny. Yesterday, all these NFL teams that signed guys have to have to come out and say, we are reporting that we signed him, but they haven't, it's not official yet because they haven't done the the checkup and they haven't signed it. So you got to do the physical checkup. I mean, just for football teams for themselves to to cover themselves. Because you don't want to sign this guy to a contract without finding out if he's actually healthy. That's where Cam Newton, I think, is going to run into a lot of problems. And it's really, really dwindling as how many teams want him as their quarterback. I will be, at this point, I'll be shocked if he is a starting quarterback in the NFL next year. Cam Newton might have to eat some of his own words. Um, Colin Cowherd brought an interesting point up, and he has compared... Uh, Cam Newton to Carmelo Anthony as far as how NFL teams feel about him as he's gotten older. Like I said yesterday, he's coming back for two shoulder surgeries and a foot surgery. 
So you don't know what he's got. And now you can't, if anybody wants to trade for him, they can't go get a physical on him because no doctors are available. You know, because they're all working on the coronavirus, trying to heal people for that. So it's going to be very interesting. That's where I think the Bengals are in a better position to be able to get rid of Andy than the Panthers are to get rid of Cam. Now, somebody posted on, I can't remember if it was Bengals Nation or my uh, Sports Strawberry Ice page, but he was came on there and said that, uh, I don't know what you guys are all freaking out about. Mike Brown is going to keep Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton's going to start the first four or five games, and then Joe Burrow's going to take over. I completely disagree with that. Um, one, I don't think, I know the guy's point was that Andy Dalton doesn't make that much money. Either way, Mike Brown doesn't want to pay anybody not to play. So, I mean, just like when they, they signed Surflo for, like, what did I say, 10, 10 million? I think it's 10 million for three years. Anyway, Surflo is going to start. Andy Dalton, he's not going to pay him to sit there. I don't care how cheap his contract is. So, Andy Dalton is getting traded. Now, what Mike Brown has to do, and I think the Bengals have to do, I said this yesterday, is lower their expectations of what they're going to get Andy, get for Andy. I mean, Nick Foles, Super Bowl MVP, fourth round. Whatever. Just call New England. Say, yo, hey, Belichick, what do you want to give us for him? You want to give us a bag of footballs? You want to give us a fourth round next year? Just something. Because you got to get, I think, got to get Andy Dalton. He's not gonna, It's not a, a cancer or anything, but you want it set up so Joe, there's no, there's not going to be a question Joe Burrow's not going to come here and not be the starter. But you don't want to have Andy behind him. Just, you want a... a guy who's a backup and he's going to be a backup you know not you don't need anybody changing or trying to fight for the starting job and Andy will fight for his starting job so and that's not bad on Andy's part at all so either way the Bengals need to get rid of Andy Dalton and just pretty much take whatever you can get for him there is another spot I forgot about yesterday now it's I might say the San Diego Chargers that is so hard to not say the Los Angeles Chargers they don't have a quarterback. I mean, they have Tyrod Taylor. Now, Tyrod Taylor, I always think he's gotten the short end of the stick. I don't think he's that bad of a quarterback. But Andy Dalton, I think, is better. He's, again, led his team to the playoffs for five straight years. So he's a good guy to build around. Now, does San Diego have everything you need? I don't think so. So that's why I don't know if it's a good spot for Andy himself. But... That's a landing spot that the Bengals could potentially send Andy to. All right, I was at work last night. I mean, the guys were talking, and it came across an interesting discussion. Uh, one of the guys there is a uh, a Bears fan, and I said, "Yeah, you got out of the. You're not going to get Andy Dalton." And I kind of told him I think that it was a mistake for the Bears not taking Andy Dalton because you got Nick Foles, who. Yes, he's won the Super Bowl, but he only had to win, what, three, four games? When Nick Foles was the starter, wherever he's went, he hasn't hasn't gone so good. My opinion, they don't need somebody to push their quarterback. They need somebody to replace their quarterback. And I think that'd be Andy Dalton. Anyway, we had talking about that. And he brought up, and I, I brought up with Andy Dalton, you know, won five straight playoffs, blah, blah, blah. He brought it up. He goes, well, my opinion... If you're not going to win the Super Bowl, then you might as well go 2-14. and 14. I was like, well, I don't know about that. I went through the entire decade of the 90s with the Bengals, 
and I went through last year when we were 2-14. and 14. The only good thing that came out of last year is we got the number one pick and we're going to draft Joe Burrow. It was a lot of fun going to the playoffs five years in a row. The season was fun. There was stuff to talk about. You look forward to the games every Sunday. Yeah, losing all five of them completely sucked. But that's, yeah, it's a bad ending. But then you're like, all right, it's next year. You know, and and, and the first two years, I was kind of surprised we went to the playoffs. The last three, I expected to go to the playoffs. So there's a difference. And you want your team to build up to that point and hopefully go over and win a playoff game is with the plan. It didn't work out for the Bengals. But I would much rather have that, at least a shot at going to the playoffs, and a shot of going to the Super Bowl, than no shot at all. I mean, why would you... Well, I mean, to me, it sounds like you want to go watch a team go 2-14 every year unless you're going to win the Super Bowl. That's kind of boring. I mean, yeah, winning the Super Bowl would be awesome. But if you go 2-14 for 10 years and you win one Super Bowl... Would I take that? Wow, that's a good question. I don't know. Because winning the Super Bowl would be awesome. But then you got 10 years of just misery <laughs> where you have no shot at all. And like in the middle of it or at the end of it, you get a Super Bowl. That's a good question. What do you guys think? Would you take 10 years of 2-14 and 14 for one shot, one year, and you're, you're, say you're guaranteed to win the Super Bowl? 10 years, nothing. Terrible. 2-14 like last year, like the whole decade of the, of the 90s for the Bengals. But by the end of it, you win the Super Bowl. But the thing is, you don't know that's going to happen when you're going through that 10-year period of nothingness. That's the part that really sucks. But the euphoria of winning it would be unbelievable. Now, I pretty much just described my Bengals fandom my entire life. <laughs> we haven't been very good. The years we have been very good, we're going nuts. So, what do you guys think? Would you would you rather do that? Would you rather... The point is, would you rather say you're going to win a Super Bowl every year or not at all? Tweet me out. Uh, Facebook message me. Leave your comments down below. And as always, this show and every show is brought to you by T-Properties. T-Properties, quality housing for quality people. Check out their website at www.tpropertiesllc.com for all your rental property management needs and your rental needs. All right. Now, someday soon, probably, I'm thinking about June is when sports is going to get back to somewhat normal. I think we're going to be playing in empty arenas and empty stadiums. Because if you look, I'm just basing it, um, by no means am I an expert, just basing it on what uh, happened over in China. They were pretty much shut down for three months. They're playing basketball and all their sporting events are happening. Nothing's, nobody's going to the games. But baseball season, Dick Williams um, chimed in on some of his th- ideas for a very shortened, shortened season. I don't know if it's going to be shortened games, but it's going to be a short season and it's going to be a race to the end. Now, what he said is they're probably going to have expanded rosters. They're going to have more doubleheaders and the possibly could have more than a five-man rotation, which is kind of interesting because the uh, Reds pitcher, um, uh, um, Tyler, um, oh my goodness, Bauer, Bauer actually wants to go to a four-man rotation. So they might go to a five-man rotation 
with this shortened season and multiple doubleheaders and stuff like that, which I mean, they're going to have to do something like that. I don't see them doing 162 games if you're going to be, what, three months, two months short, shorter. I don't see how that's going to happen. But one thing, now this, you have to get off to a good start every year for baseball. I mean, look at the Reds. They were 1-8 last year, and that destroyed them for the whole year. I mean, every time they got started getting, getting close, that 1-8 that just kept holding them back because they were so far behind to start the season. This year, it is more important than ever to get off to a good start. So what, whenever the season starts, like I said, I think it's going to be June. They got to come out with all systems firing and take off and get that lead because it could be wire to wire. I mean, the Reds in 1990, they started that season started a week later. We took off 9-0 to start the season and went wire to wire. It's going to be kind of like this. I mean, it's not they only missed a, a week of the season. We're missing two months. It's a little different. But the concept's the same thing that – any baseball team that wants to be good and the Reds want to be good and should be good this year have got to get off to a great start. If they don't, it's going to be, it's not going to be a good year. So anyway, it'll be fun to see what they do. How many doubleheaders do they have? And I love doubleheaders. I don't know. I mean, they, they barely ever have them. I, I think it's great they bring back doubleheaders, Saturday doubleheaders, Sunday doubleheaders. Those are awesome, fun times. If you like baseball, just hang out at the stadium Watch it. Well, we might not be hanging out at the stadium. We might be sitting at home watching it on TV because they probably won't let us back in the stadium. I, I seriously doubt they'll let us back in the first month. But at this point, I don't care. Just bring sports back as soon as we can. All right. So, if you like what I have to say and you're interested in sports and Cincinnati sports groups, I have a couple uh, Facebook groups that I help run. They're called Bengals Nation, Reds Country, and Bearcat Country. I said, they're all three very fun sites. Like I said on yesterday's show, we can't go to a sports bar and debate anything. So you can debate stuff on Facebook while you're drinking a beer at your own house on Bengals Country. Uh, Excuse me, Bengals Nation, I'll get it right. Bengals Nation, Bearcats Country, or Reds Country. They're very fun, very interesting groups. So like, subscribe, share. Um... If you're on Apple Podcasts or any podcast like that, um, give me a, su- a subscription and Apple Podcasts, try to give me a five-star review. I don't exactly know what that means, but I know it's good and you like it. You like my show and hopefully they'll uh, post it out there more on YouTube. Now, if you guys are getting this from a Facebook link and you don't have uh, a YouTube account, do me a favor, go onto YouTube, get an account. It's free. And subscribe to my show. Because that way, whenever my show, I, I upload my show, it pops right onto your screen and gives you an upset, update and says, they have a new show from Strawberry Ice. I am up to 51 subscribers. Love to get that up a little higher, add some more people. That would be great. Well, that's just sports, baby. You guys have a wonderful day, and I will see you tomorrow. Tomorrow's Friday. Tell all your friends about me. See ya.